Hey, Strategy Simplified. This is Caleb, the community manager at Management Consulted. I wanted to quickly pop in and share about our new MC community that's launching February 1st. This is the go-to community for aspiring consultants, and we're so excited to connect you with peers, case practice partners, industry experts, and seasoned consultants so you can make new friends and advance your career faster. If you want to get into management consulting in 2024, then you're going to want to be in this community. Spaces are filling up fast, so click the link in the show notes to learn how to join, and I'll see you inside. There's a lot of negative Nancys running around talking about these delayed start dates for consulting firms. And for good reason. It's a really concerning trend that we've never seen before. And I've been in the industry for almost 20 years. But overall, every downside includes an upside. And today we're going to focus on what you should do if firms delay your start dates, how you should think about using the time in between when you were supposed to start and when you'll now start, and actually what you can do tactically going forward to prepare yourself for the job and for opportunities you might not even know you want down the road. Before we dive into the core content, please make sure that you're subscribed to our channel. I can speak really personally about this experience because I actually had a delayed start date. I was originally meant to start in a September cohort, but due to a conflict with a project I had been working on for some time, I actually elected to move my start date back. But it left me with an awkward pause. I was finished with my work months before I began at Bain, and I wondered what should I do at this time. I began to explore some options. Maybe I should learn how to make gelato in Italy, or immerse myself in Spanish language and become better at it, or perhaps I should do something wild. And of course, if you've known me for even five minutes, you'll know which option I chose. It was the wild one, and I sailed from Cape Town, South Africa to the Southern Caribbean. Today, I'm here to talk about these pauses that might surprise you. They're a little uncomfortable because they're not long enough to go do something that you might think of as meaningful, but they're not short enough to be a true vacation. They're somewhere in between, and that no man's land is harder for us to navigate. Let me give you a few ideas for what you could do if you're in a position with a delayed start date. First, let's talk about which firms have delayed start dates. Now, there are two parallels going on when a firm delays a start date. First of all, they're really valuing their people because they're saying, we're not going to cancel our arrangement with you. We pledge to bring you on. But they're also managing the needs of the broader business. And they're saying, we can't afford to bring you on now. We don't have enough work for you. And we're not sure exactly what's happening in the future. Some of the delay is because of client work. And some is because of natural attrition. Often after people get their bonuses, they'll take an option to leave, which frees up more human capital availability. Some of the firms that fall into this category, valuing people, but also balancing the needs of the business, include EY, as well as EY Parthenon, ZS Associates, McKinsey, Bain, BCG, Accenture, Deloitte, and KPMG. Now, when we're talking about what to do about this, the first thing I'm going to recommend is just spend some time each day or at least each week 
reflecting for five minutes or for longer on the fact that you should be super grateful to be where you are. Because we have this macro scope at Management Consultant where we can see how many people want to be in your position, how many people want to have an offer in hand, and how many people don't. So first of all, make sure that you're super grateful for what you have. An offer is amazing. It's an indicator of your future success before you even start your first day on the job. So that's my first message is make sure that you're grateful for what you have and don't forget how hard you worked and how far you've come to get there. Second of all, use the time wisely. There are a few different ways that you can do this. And my first category is to pursue a passion. I don't mean just something that you've wanted to do for a long time, but something that will build into your soul, your spirit, and your possibilities in the future. Some of these passions might include traveling to places that you didn't expect you would have the opportunity to go to. I've had extended periods of travel in my life, and some of those periods are the same price as a one-week trip somewhere. So you might just not be able to travel, but also to have a more immersive travel experience. Second, Work on a hobby or an interest that you have. If you like golf but want to get better, become faithful at doing golf over a period of time. If you love chocolate tasting, go to 10 places in the world where you can taste chocolate. If you want to learn gelato making, like something that I was thinking about, you have an amazing opportunity to do just that. Third, think about ways that you can build your resume. These include starting a business, and working with a nonprofit or a volunteer organization. These experiences will go on your resume now and potentially forevermore. Starting a business may be an opportunity for you to gain skills with a very low-risk environment. Most people don't have the advantage of being able to start a business with a four, six, or eight-month runway. So focus on selling something, build a landing page, offer something to somebody and sell it a few times, deliver the work and see if you like that experience. For many people, becoming an entrepreneur is something that they do at different stages in their career. But building that core skill, identifying an offering, selling it and delivering it, those are really, really valuable skills. In addition, you can volunteer or work with a nonprofit. Many nonprofits are excited to have somebody come on board for a short or a long period, especially if you offer some of the skills that you've probably already demonstrated in getting an offer in consulting. Size a market for them. Identify a donor database. Think about ways that they could create better structures or operations. Many operations nonprofits have a lot of places to grow, and you figuring out what those are will build your skills and your stories for the future. Third, focus on skill building. Keep your skills sharp, especially your Excel and your PowerPoint skills. There are a lot of people who think about going into consulting, and then when they get there, they realize they're wholly unprepared. I'll raise my hand as one of the first people who was open to say, that was me. And trust me, I had a delayed start date. So I was sailing across the world instead of learning Excel. I have great stories to tell about it. I'm super glad I did it. But I am bummed that I didn't use any of the time to at least do some skill building. A management consultant, if you want some help with that, we can help. We have a program called Strategy Sprint where you can build skills on an actual consulting project. And we also have an e-course where you can work on your Excel modeling skills and your PowerPoint presentation skills. In addition, we have a one-on-one -on -one training program called Power Presentations where we help you take a concept 
all the way through to delivery. It's the most transformational experience as you're thinking about joining a firm. Fourth, but certainly not least, chill out. When in the future are you going to have the opportunity to sleep in late every Tuesday, to wait to see what the day brings, to go into a park and look for a stranger to play chess with? Just chilling out and letting the days come to you and having something happen can certainly be a part of or your sole existence in this period. It wouldn't have been right for me, but I do want to mention that for those that don't have the opportunity to do that and have never tried, leaving some unstructured space can be incredibly compelling. So there you go. We've got five things that you can do. First, be grateful for what you have. Second, pursue your passions. Third, build your resume. Fourth, build skills. And five, just chill out. If you need help thinking about how to structure this time or want some support to make sure you're adequately prepared for this and any other opportunity that will come your way in the future, let me just say from the other side that there's no time that's wasted time, even if you're in a gap. So make sure you make the most of it. And by the way, I'd love to hear what you decide to do. Thanks so much for joining. It's a tough job market, but when I talk to top performers, they're very clear. The opportunities they didn't take are the only ones they regret. You have an unlimited amount of opportunity in a very short amount of time. Make the most of it. Make sure you keep the big picture in view, focus on what you can control, and focus on going on an adventure for all of the rest. If you've got questions on how to help, please email us, team at managementconsulted.com or click on the link in the show notes for more information about our key programs. And finally, don't let me forget to say that if you liked this content, please subscribe. We'd love to have you back. And it would be an honor if you'd share and like the podcast as well. That's how we beat the algorithm and make sure that more people get exposure to the content that we create. Thanks so much for joining.